This Wednesday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast is sponsored by Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, less than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of joining the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season's been different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, it's the refreshment you need to power through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watchers. Watching, go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Eagles fans? Welcome into Wentz Wednesday, right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Louis DiBiase joining you. Today is episode three of five this week. And guys, we got a game tomorrow to get into. The Eagles play the New York Giants. If the Eagles win and get to 2-4-1, and one, they could be in first place in the NFC East. So this is a big game tomorrow. We're going to have crossover Thursday with with Lockdown Giants host Patricia Traina. Uh, she sat down with Gino for the crossover episode. That's going to drop early in the morning for your commute to work to get you ready or on your way home to get you ready for the game tomorrow night. So that is going to drop tomorrow. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any platform or on LockdownEagles.com. But today, I want to dive into number 11. I want to dive into the quarterback, Carson Wentz a.k.a. the reason that you're still alive in pretty much any game you're playing and pretty much the reason you're alive in the 2020 season, outside of, of course, uh, being a part of the worst division in the NFL. But just what Wentz has done the last three weeks against San Francisco, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore has been anything but but disappointing. It's been incredible. So impressive. Maybe some of the most impressive work of his career, even though they're one and two in that stretch of three games. So we're going to get into that in segments two and three. We're going to dive into Carson Wentz as we do every Wednesday. I said Wednesday. Yeah, pretty much on Wednesdays every week during the season. But first, let's get an injury update. Who's in and who's out tomorrow against the Giants? It looks like Lane Johnson, Avante Maddox, Duke Riley, and Deshaun Jackson are all going to return to the starting lineup. So Lane Johnson's going to start at right tackle. Avante Maddox, I'm sure, is going to take back over outside cornerback jobs, outside of Darius Slay. So Nikel Roby Coleman will go back inside in the slot, mixing in there with Crave on the Blanc. Uh, Duke Riley returns to linebacker, and Deshaun Jackson finally comes back at wide receiver after missing the last three games with a soft tissue injury. That's big. You know, I think Johnson, Maddox, and Jackson are maybe the three you wanted back the most out of all the guys that have missed time lately. Uh, Johnson, of course, a right tackle. You need to protect Carson Wentz better than you have over the past couple weeks. And with Deshaun Jackson, look, I love what Travis Fulgham has done. He looks like the real deal. And I think John Hightower is consistently creating separation, but he's not catching the football a lot. Greg Ward has been okay, um, but they need more explosiveness on this offense, especially with Miles Sanders being out tomorrow, Zach Ertz being out, Dallas Goddard remains out, Alshon Jeffrey as well. Well, 
they're just stuck with Alshon at this point. They should have put him on the PUP list or IR. Um, people are upset they can't, they didn't trade him or cut him. The problem is with that cap hit, your your hands are kind of tied with that situation. But regardless, you're missing a lot of explosive firepower on offense. So to get Deshaun Jackson back on any level, even if it's limited snaps, is huge because again with Jackson. All it takes is one play for him to change the game, and I expect them to just unleash him at this point. Look, putting him on a snap count didn't keep him healthy early in the year, and this is probably going to be his last season with the Birds at 34 years old with that cap hit and the injuries he suffered, so just get as much out of him as you can, even if it's for a couple weeks. Use him as a punt returner, maybe even as a kick returner, whatever. Use him in the reverse game. Put him in the backfield like Chip Kelly did a lot in 2013. Take shots down the field. Get him in space. Run after the catchability. Unleash Deshaun Jackson while you have him on the field. Right? I I think that's the way to do it now. You're not going to be able to preserve him for the entire season. Again, on a limited snap count earlier this season, he still got hurt. It's a matter of time. So while he's available, you know, use him in creative different ways. Because he is a versatile weapon and an explosive one when he is available. So um, those are the players that are in. Lane Johnson, Avante Maddox, Duke Riley, and Deshaun Jackson. Out, Alshon Jeffrey, Miles Sanders, and Zach Ertz are the key guys on the offensive side of the football. The Eagles also made a couple moves to the roster on Wednesday. They released right guard Jamon Brown after just an abysmal performance against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, So I think this was pretty obvious that he was going to be gone. However, I will say another move is, and by the way, they are activating Jason Kroom, the Raven killer Kroom. One play, one touchdown last week at tight end uh, to fill that roster spot without Jamon Brown now um, on the team. The Buffalo Bills, the team that I cover up here professionally in sports radio, they released today a pretty good consistent starter over the last three years in Quentin Spain, who is a guard. And I'm just saying, with Jamon Brown gone, with Matt Pryor still unavailable, and even when Pryor is healthy, you've seen just all these offensive linemen come in and out of the lineup. Jason Kelsey is the only guy that can stay healthy right now. The fact that Quentin Spain, a veteran, productive starter, is available for the taking right now, if I were the Eagles, I would jump all over that. So that's something to keep a close eye on, is they're not going to do it today on a short week with a game tomorrow, but... Quinn Spain, they might want to jump on that. I mean, that's an available quality starter in free agency during the middle of the season, and that doesn't really happen a whole lot. Louis DiBiase joining you. This is Wentz Wednesday on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Let's get into Carson coming up next right here on the show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into Wentz Wednesday right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. I think you look at what Wentz has done the last three weeks against San Francisco on primetime football, getting a win against a good team, uh, even against Nick Mullins. That's a good roster that was better than the Eagles. Uh, what he did on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers in a top-five defense, what he did on Sunday willing that Eagles team back into the game against the Baltimore Ravens. I think when you look at what he's done the last three weeks, considering his entire offense outside of Jason Kelsey is hurt, and the defense is just letting you down week after week. The fact that Wentz has kept you in these games against potential Super Bowl contenders might be some of his most impressive work of his career. Obviously, 2017, that MVP run is, to me, the best quarterbacking I've ever seen from an Eagle, ever. And I'm younger, so I didn't see, you know, 
I can't remember as much of McNabb in 2004, and I do remember Vic in 2010 was incredible. Foles in 2013. Never got to see Randall Cunningham in 1990, but I'm sure that was pretty close. But Carson Wentz in 2017, some of the best stuff ever um, from a quarterback in Eagles history. And then last year in 2019, at the end of the year, yes, that's impressive too, seeing Wentz drag a similar injured roster to the postseason, winning three straight games, right? Three straight? Or was it four? Yeah, Giants twice, Dallas, Washington. It was four straight games in the NFC East to make the playoffs. So obviously that might be his most impressive uh, thing on his resume. And I know they're one and two, so you're not going to talk about this being the highlight of Wentz's career over the last three weeks, and the numbers don't back it up either. But I have been, I think I've been most impressed with Wentz now, maybe than I've ever been. Because again, you just look at the situation that he's been in, the injuries, the opponent, the Bad play from both sides of the football across the board and on the coaching staff. The issues personnel-wise because of your general manager. There's just so much going wrong with this team. And yet you almost beat two Super Bowl contenders scoring 28-plus points back-to-back on top five defenses with all backups, all because of Carson. I mean, you march, and it's not just that he scored 28-plus in those games. It was a one-possession game at one point late in both of those football games. It was there for the taking, considering the situation. That's impressive enough. But the fact that you did it with comebacks down by multiple scores in both of those games. I mean, he was he marched them back into those games down by at least two scores in the second half both times to at least tie the game or be down by a point or two. I mean, that. how many other quarterbacks can do that in the NFL with the situation that Carson is dealing with? And you know what he's dealing with? Let me tell you. He's dealing with the most drops in the NFL this year. He has been sacked more times than any quarterback this year. He's been pressured more times than any quarterback this year. He's been blitzed more times than any quarterback this year. He's been hit the third most times of any quarterback in the NFL this year. He has the 29th lowest yards after catch per completion from his wide receivers this year. In the defense, the defense was supposed to be the thing that's carrying you against these kind of opponents, considering Wentz is throwing to all backups, being protected by all backups against elite defenses, you would have said the last two weeks, I did on the podcast, okay, the defense has got to win you these games. Nope. The defense is allowing at least 29 points per game to all of these teams. The offense is scoring 28 plus and keeping you in it. Carson Wentz is keeping you in it. It's the offense. It's Carson Wentz. That's been the reason, the only reason, I think, that you are almost winning these games against, again, Super Bowl contenders with nothing around him. I can't stress enough what an impossible situation this is and how 99.9% of quarterbacks would not stand a chance in this kind of environment. But Carson Wentz just never says die. And this is why you pay this kid $100 million plus million guaranteed to elevate your roster. You don't want to have to have him do this for his entire career like he kind of has. But... You want a quarterback, you pay a quarterback that kind of money when he has the ability to do just that. And that is exactly what he's doing this year. How many quarterbacks with literally nothing helping him right now? Literally nothing outside of give the front four on the defense credit, uh, give Travis Fulgham credit and Jason Kelsey, but it's pretty much Wentz versus the world. It's that Jon Snow gif where the entire army's coming at him and he just draws the sword and he's by himself. How many other quarterbacks in the league could do this with that situation? It might be the worst situation a quarterback has ever had to deal with. At least 
that I can think of. No quarterback's even being asked to deal with this kind of stuff. The last three years, no quarterback has had to deal with the kind of adversity Wentz has. And it's not even just this stuff. It's the media criticism, the harsh criticism no matter what. It's the anonymous sources talking bad about him. It's the backups that he's always got to look behind his shoulder. Nick Foles is a statue outside the stadium. Jalen Hurts picked in the second round. Who has had to deal with the distractions and the adversity both on and off the field that Carson Wentz has and has still played at this kind of level? It's incredible stuff. It's some of the most impressive stuff I've ever seen a player get through. And it's been for years now. It's not just a three-week span. The last three weeks have been incredible by Carson. But this has been going on now for years. And the fact that Carson just keeps you alive. When a lot of quarterbacks would have said, F this, get me out of here. I'm done. I deserve better than this. Wentz has dragged your carcass into relevancy. And it's just so it's it's inspiring. Quite frankly, what he's done the last 3 weeks, even though you're one and two, it's been inspiring. And that's the one thing I love about Carson. He never says die and he always lights a fire under this football team. Louis DiBiase joining you on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar. You can find 18 amazing flavors. Uh, my go-to is peanut butter brownie, but they've got six new ones I really like as well. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. It's a healthy alternative to your everyday snack. You've got 19 grams of protein, only 180 calories in every bar. And if you go to BuiltBar.com today, and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you're going to get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And guys, today's podcast is also sponsored by Roman. Look, it can be awkward or embarrassing to talk about erectile dysfunction. Usually we brush it off. We blame ourselves. But Roman is here to get you the advice you want and the help you need with no shame. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOn and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Again, go to getroman.com slash lockdown to get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit and free two day shipping. GetRoman.com slash lockdown, $50 off your first month of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash lockdown. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into Wentz Wednesday. Carson Wentz fighting the good fight. He has one starter left available on offense. His defense is allowing 29 points per game. He's playing Super Bowl contenders every single week, and yet he is keeping you alive in the 2020 season. He's almost pulled off two incredible upsets that would have been to me, the most impressive wins of his career. And even though they lost the games, it was not because of 11. 11 was the only reason you were in them. The fight in Carson is just absolutely inspiring. To not give up in that second half against a Baltimore Ravens team that when they're leading football games, you don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance against Lamar Jackson when he's leading, especially by multiple scores. And yet Wentz said, forget that. And he pulled you within two. If it wasn't for a terrible play call by Doug Peterson on that two-point conversion attempt, Wentz probably ties that game up and he maybe wins it for you in overtime. 
unless Doug again plays for the tie, like he did against the Cincinnati Bengals, but I digress. I mean, to see Wentz pull a rabbit out of the hat over and over again this year, last year, pretty much his entire career, the only time he's had a comfortable situation health-wise, health around him, strong personnel, strong coaching, was 2017, right? I mean, that's that's really it. Every other year, he's had to deal with a ton of adversity on and off the field. And again, last week kind of just represented that for Wentz, and it represented how he never gives up. I mean, to see the plays that he pulled off, I mean, that that Kroom touchdown, just rolling around, you know, stiff-arming a pass rusher, putting it on the money on the run in the end zone, the Fulgham touchdown where he's got five Ravens in his face, he's falling away, just this rainbow shot, perfect throw to Fulgham who makes an incredible touchdown catch in double coverage, the throw to Richard Rodgers where he's getting drilled and he's falling away again, and another rainbow, he just puts it on the money, you see that 40-yard run, I mean, he was getting no protection Receivers were dropping touchdowns all game. Right, Fulgham dropped a Hail Mary touchdown. Miles Sanders dropped a wide-open touchdown. John Hightower on the first drive dropped a 50-plus-yard bomb on third and 22. I mean, Wentz has had to deal with drops, bad protection, no explosiveness on offense, a terrible defense in the red zone, and pretty much on every level of the unit, outside of the pass rush, I should say, and on pretty much every level of the football field. He has kept you in, and he has fought. And I think he's going to get this team into the playoffs. I know they're 1-4-1, and and they are banged up more than any team maybe ever has in NFL history, and that's not exaggerating. Despite that, because of the division you're in, I think they're going to beat the Giants this week like they always do. They're wearing black. They're 6-0 and against the Giants when they wear their black jerseys. On Thursday Night Football, I think Wentz is going to do it. I think they're going to win that game. They're going to be in first place in the NFC East this week. And I'm telling you, I know the schedule is still daunting, but get this team a little healthier, if that's even possible. Wentz, to me, the way he's playing right now, if that continues and the Wentz of the first three weeks is behind us and he doesn't come back and rear his ugly head, I think the Eagles are going to be in the postseason. I, I really do. I think with this division, one if you had to put your money on one team or one player to take advantage of this crappy division, it's Carson Wentz. He's the best player in this division, I think, by far. Um, so it's just, man, the Eagles have a lot of issues right now. But... The quarterback is not it. The quarterback is the reason you're alive. And again, you don't want to have to ask him to elevate and to overcome this amount of adversity. You don't want him to have to deal with these situations every single year like he has. But again, why you draft a Carson Wentz over a Jared Goff is because a Carson Wentz, when literally DEFCON 1000 happens, when the worst case scenario comes to fruition like it has for the Eagles this year, you still aren't dead in the water because you have Carson Wentz. If Jared Goff was the Eagles quarterback right now, if Sam Bradford was the Eagles quarterback right now, if Nick Foles was the Eagles quarterback right now, you would be done. You wouldn't stand a chance. But Carson Wentz is a special elite talent. And I'm going to keep using that elite talent word because I think he truly is. And we've seen it over the majority of his career. I think because of Wentz, you have a chance. And I think he's going to pull it off this year. I really do. I'll never understand the harsh criticism of this guy. I, I, I don't know how you watch him fight like he did against Baltimore last weekend against Pittsburgh and deal with what he has and overcome it. 
the injuries to himself, to his team, to the bashing of him and through the media and through anonymous teammates and, you know, seeing somebody else win a Super Bowl with his team and seeing everything go down in his early years of his career. How could you, and, and watching him still never give up, I don't know how you could not want to root for this guy. I mean, Wentz is one of, to me, one of the most likable players in the NFL. And look, people are going to cherry pick his stats. They already are. They're going to say, you know, the turnover worthy plays, he leads the league in them. And the stats don't look good right now. And they're not going to all year when he has to play hero ball. He's going to turn the football over. And look, don't get me wrong. The turnover has got to stop. Um, and especially in the Eagles own territory, he stops, he fumbles every single week. I mean, he's to me has the worst ball protection of a quarterback I've ever seen. And that's not even an exaggeration. So they've got to be fixed. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not just bypassing those issues, but to me, if that's what you're focusing on, if you think Carson Wentz is part of the problem to me, I think you're just doing it for clicks because Carson Wentz is the only reason that you're in any of these football games. There's a scenario where a couple plays go a different way. And instead of one, four and one right now, the Eagles are three and three, they're four and two. And that reason is because of number 11. Louis DiBiase joining you on Wednesday right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Gino will be back tomorrow morning with Lockdown Giants host Patricia Trena to preview tomorrow night's matchup between the Eagles and the Giants. Let's get a win. Let's get to 2-4-1, and one, and let's get into first place in the NFC East. Follow me on Twitter at DBLOE. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for four to six Eagles podcasts a week being downloaded into your phone. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening, and let's go Birds.